0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. I'm here with Travis Jameson, uh, Supremacy SEO and AMZ tracker. Today we're going to talk about Amazon and kind of some tools you can use and how the platform has gonna change in the past two years. So Travis, what's going on man?
1: Hey man, thanks for having me. Hey,
0: so real quick here, you started out as an SEO guy and you moved to Amazon. What's the story behind that? Because I remember I had you on the show like probably like a year or two ago about e-commerce SEO and now you're here talking on Amazon. So how did you make that transition?
1: Yeah, so everybody knows me as the SEO guy but uh, my main bread and butter has always actually been a supplement company that I founded. And so we have always done typical Google SEO to to drive the traffic to the supplements to sell them. and. Uh, eventually just kind of stumbled on this Amazon game, and it is the, – the potential in Amazon is insane. You know, everybody's stopping doing niche sites and moving to Amazon FBA because, for a reason. The The money's crazy. And so then I, I got I got onto Amazon and started realizing that, uh, you know, it's it's still amateur hour. The The tools didn't exist that needed to be there. All the stuff that's already developed for SEO didn't exist for the Amazon SEO.
0: It's just kind of made it from there. So you're talking like – so you're talking like like Moz Tracker or whatever, things like that. There's no none of that for Amazon in terms of it. None
1: of that. Well, there is now, thanks to us. But uh, yeah, the trackers, the the rankers, I mean, all, all that stuff, it, it didn't exist. And considering the money that's on Amazon, it's crazy that it didn't exist.
0: Yeah. So when you started your supplements on Amazon, did you do like FBA first or did you start just putting listing stuff there and sending it through your own warehouse? Or... Or, originally, back in the day, I, I did
1: fulfillment by merchant with uh, the first company I started, which I now sold. But this this newest company is just pure FBA. There, there's no reason. It's the 8020. They they handle everything. I never have to think about it. I barely have to do customer service. Um, and the volume I'm doing to, to answer two customer service emails uh, a week is just crazy.
0: And so how did you get started in AMZ Tracker? I'm guessing when you had to track your own data through FBA, you had to like manually copy everything. Because I remember the backend's like really, kind of archaic in 1990s in terms of Amazons
1: yeah it's, it's crazy how bad it is um, yeah that, that was pretty much it so originally AMZ tracker just started as a rank tracker you know like in Google you want to know where you rank for a certain keyword for your website and it updates every single day The same thing with Amazon but I'm trying to to rank my products for keywords on Amazon just like you would in Google and but when you're trying to rank 100 keywords and you have to manually search this every day to see where you're at it's just insane. And uh, so that was the first thing. I was like, this has to exist. And so I, I partnered up with my co-founder. And our, our original idea was like, let's just make this tiny little rank tracker. You know, it might make a few dollars, but it's going to make our lives so much easier. And then it exploded from there.
0: Right, so say it's, if I sell like ketone pills, it was just a way to track that keyword. But now you can track like a bunch of keywords that are related to that. Yeah,
1: yeah. T- tons and tons of different keywords you can track, um, you know, on top of the other features there. But uh, the, the keyword tracking was the the initial, the starting point.
0: Gotcha. So, how did it grow from there? Because I guess keyword data. Once you have the data, you want to be able to kind of do stuff with it, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, from there, just kind of, I took all the stuff that I was doing to to rank my products on Amazon and just started automating it. Um, anything that we could figure out that we could automate, and some, not even all this stuff's public yet, but uh, we would start building it out. So, in in Amazon, they have these things called super URLs, which are. How about the equivalent of like backlinks in the amazon search engine you know if people purchase use uh, after clicking this url it really helps your rankings more so we went in and built a tool for that um we wanted to track our competitors sales so we built a tool for that um getting sales velocity and reviews and stuff like that is the, one of the biggest parts of the amazon algorithm so we built a tool and a user base of real amazon reviewers for that and just, just kept on building stuff. Yeah, so up.
0: When you say super URL, what is, like, where, I've probably seen it, but I just don't know. I saw it. Where should I kind of?
1: All right. So it's, uh, let me see. It's going to get a little geeky. It might be difficult to explain over air, but we'll try it. So if you go to Amazon.com and type in your keywords, we're going to say Garcinia pills, which is a hot diet supplement, if you don't know. Um, and then so let's say click the third result you see. Now, if you look at your URL slug in the uh, in the bar up top, it's now going to say amazon.com slash blah slash a few numbers. It's going to have a QID. It's going to have the current rankings of the product. So it's going to say it was number three for this spot. And then at the very end, the magical thing, it's going to say keywords equals Garcinia plus pills. You can easily see what you search for. And now if you purchase after searching that, um, Amazon's going to have this data. Immediately it's going to be like, oh, well, this person searched Garcinia pills and then purchased. This product is obviously very relevant for the term Garcinia pills. We should rank it higher. And so we just made an awesome way to automate that and make it even better. So you can have one shortened URL and target lots of different
0: keywords. So they're basically giving you all the data in this URL. like the- it,
1: it's, it's crazy. Um, it's absolutely crazy. Imagine if Google SEO was like 1999 again.
0: This yeah, it like is. it's just telling you how it's ranking everything. And like you just got to copy that and then I guess figure that out the software end to like scrape that into something presentable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, for I look at this as Google has all the
1: incentive in the world to stop people from doing SEO. Um, you know, if people are ranking naturally, they're not buying ads. Amazon doesn't care. It doesn't matter who's at the top. They're still getting paid.
0: Yeah, they just want to move as many transactions as humanly possible. That's
1: exactly all they care about. Yeah.
0: You briefly mentioned uh, competitor sales. So how does this kind of work? And because, I mean, unless you kind of you know, know their data, there's a little hack here.
1: Yeah, this is a hack that I'm pretty sure you taught me, actually. And uh, if this is true, then thank you very much. If you go to a product on Amazon, click Add to Cart, um, and then you can change the number. For the cart, you just change it to 999 and press update. And Amazon will frequently say, oh, sorry, we only have 247 in stock. And so you know that person has 247. Now you come back 24 hours later, do the same thing. It's like, oh, sorry, we only have 239 in stock. So you know that they sold eight units over the last 24 hours. Uh, We just automated that. So we, we, we get that data for you every single day. So you can do it yourself, but talk about a pain in the ass. Um, or you could just come in our software and literally one click of a button and you can see it every day. And
0: what's funny is that Amazon can't really hide the data because if you really are looking to buy 900, they kind of have to tell you how much they have, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they might get rid of it one day, but I don't think it's big enough of a problem for them. And it doesn't work for all products. You know, if they have over a thousand in stock, well, you can't get that info. Um, and if there's a, lots of different sellers, it can, be, it can be complicated, it messes up the data. But if you just have a, a simple product, with, you know, one or two main sellers and they have less than a thousand, then it's it's an awesome way to get that data. I use it for myself. So Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. So I guess let's kind of go back a little bit. So um, you have all this kind of tools, tracking tools, clients, uh, hundreds if not thousands. So what are the biggest takeaways when you look at the data or kind of when you see people using your tool? Kind of some big kind of new and advanced stuff that people are doing on all Amazon. Right.
1: The, uh, the first takeaway is actually that there's so much money here. It's insane. It's insane how much money and how like easily people are creating these six and seven figure businesses in, in less than a year. Um, I see this see this all the time. Uh, the other takeaways is the market is
0: becoming more crowded. Well, I guess before you go into that, when you say create six or seven figure business, in here, is it like their private labeling stuff or
1: yeah, uh, yeah? Uh, so I am I don't know that much about the. A lot of people do the reseller stuff. You know, that sounds like a, not a very fun business model to me. Um,
0: yeah, because you just get squeezed by the wholesaler and you'll get squeezed by Amazon with your 15% in your FBA fees. Right? Yeah. So,
1: I mean, I, I've got friends that make just ungodly amounts of money doing that, uh, but they've been at it a long time. And, but um, starting out, I, I would never do that. You know, you see these people who go to, you know, discount stores and, and spend $500 and then send it in to try and make six or seven hundred dollars uh it's it's kind of crazy um, if you can do it at scale you know there's people doing hundreds of millions a year at that then it's totally worth it but otherwise just the private label um you know i make custom stuff so it's not we're not re- repackaging things but custom private label you know sourcing stuff out of china all that stuff just kind of crushes it if you find the right niche
0: yeah sony i remember we have a mutual friend i won't name him but i remember he said he had like three thousand SKUs. and He's been on Amazon for like, what, five years and he just basically looks bored because he's making so much money.
1: <laughs> it's it's true. He's, he's the guy that actually got me to first start looking at it um, at Amazon and glad I did. Yeah, it was
0: funny because he was saying he looked at Amazon around, what, 2011, 2012 when everyone wasn't really looking at it yet and everyone was doing like, either like niche sites or like. Dropshipping sites, and he was, he was doing Amazon. He sold
1: his he sold his dropshipping site to get into Amazon.
0: All right, so I guess let's go back to number two. So number one was uh, kind of a lot of people doing FBA, kind of uh, you know making their own private label stuff. What's number two? Kind of the way people
1: people are really optimizing for it. Um, you know, it's it's become the Amazon SEO is really starting to take off, uh, and we feel like it might be a limited thing. You know, eventually things are going to change. And so it's a it's like a land grab right now. Like get in while you can, build what you can because it might not be there. And then once things change, like the people at the top are going to stay at the top. And especially if you're a savvy seller and like you've hacked the stuff and figured it out. Once you get to the top, it's really hard for anyone to take that away from you. So um, that that's the biggest thing I'm seeing is it's a, it's a land grab right now. Do what you can.
0: Yeah. So if you so if you compare like vanilla SEO where you have like backlinks, you know PR stuff like how do those translate to Amazon because like, I'm sure I guess it has its own system right rather than the Google one.
1: page relevancy so your keywords basically are all your relevant keywords you're wanting are they everywhere on your page are they in your title in your bullet points in your product description do you have at least six images um, are they we have a this is the, spe- the specifics from the the tool that we made to, to check this stuff um, are you using high resolution images are you getting reviews um, that's the the next part. People people won't purchase on Amazon without reviews. Um, it's just that that trust factor. And then if you go to a product that has no reviews, no one trusts it. And then after that, we've got the the sales volume. Um, sales are everything. If the quickest way after you after you optimize your page, the quickest way to get ranking is just to get a few sales then people searching your keyword and then purchasing that's the the big thing there and those those are the basics it's the 80 20 basics of it and conversion rate's important is
0: there like uh keyword density penalties on amazon or is no, it, no it's crazy yeah i'm looking at this what was that dad garcinia weight loss thing and they have like seven images but they're just the same bottle tilted at like 5 degrees each photo and
1: yeah it doesn't matter what the image is as long as it's high quality because you know if it's a crappy looking image then people won't purchase and com- Conversion rate does matter. Yeah. Amazon's optimizing for their own sales, for their own
0: pocket. So yeah. so they're trying to rank everyone, whoever can rank the highest. Yeah, right? whoever can make them
1: the most money, kind of. Um, but there's a few other factors. I mean, Amazon cares about the customer some. But, uh,
0: so I guess there's kind of a catch-22 where if you're starting a new product and you have no reviews, you kind of get no sales, right? Is there like a hack you have for that? Or?
1: Yeah, there's, there's a hack we have that, that all the big sellers are kind of using right now. Um, it's review clubs, so we started a review club. We've got about ten thousand or over ten thousand um, like real Amazon users, and they're interested in purchasing stuff for really cheap. And the deal is, you come on there and you offer, say, your your bottle of Garcinia, um, that's usually say twenty five or thirty dollars, and you give it away for a dollar. And these reviewers are going to come purchase it for that dollar.
0: So they get a so they get a coupon code that changes it to a dollar in Amazon.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you just they just go onto Amazon and purchase, and then put in that promo code at the last second, um, and then they'll they'll leave reviews for it. Now these aren't like fake reviews, so you know you're not you're not buying fake reviews. People got in trouble for that a little while ago. Like, um, you know, they were just selling fake reviews, and they would ship like empty boxes to them, and all this stuff, and you know that's that's fraud. Um, for the, for this, we're just kind of hooking, you know, merchants up with people wanting to review products, and they give it to them for cheap, and they leave a review, and they disclose that they leave a review as they should. Um, Amazon asks people to do that, uh, and that's that gets the traction. So you know, it's hard to get people to buy your products without reviews, and it's hard to get reviews without people buying your products. And so this way, you you can start off with. A good base and when people purchase they're using that super url that we pr- talked about so they're optimizing for the keywords that way yeah
0: and it's a better solution than just lowering your price to a dollar and hoping people buy it in review, and you lose a bunch of money while you
1: yeah and even then if you low- lower it to a dollar who's going to see it if you're ranked number 300 it's not going to happen.
0: And I guess, how many reviews do you need to actually get decent momentum
1: for something new? Is it like ten? It totally depends on the niche. So I'll give you my guidelines. We always recommend starting with at least 15 reviews. We find that the uh, the Amazon PPC, which is amazing, um, it doesn't even start really working that well until 15 reviews, just because the conversion rate's low. Uh, for ranking organically, it depends. Like the Garcinia, you know, don't come swinging until you're at like 200, 300 reviews. Um, for some of the small ones, 10 reviews, 10 sales and you're at the top, I mean, I, I, haven't, I have a bunch of supplements. One of my new supplements, it took a, a grand total of like 8 reviews and sales and optimizing and I'm at the very top for all my keywords now and it's making 100 bucks a day. So
0: Yeah. I guess if it's like a health supplement, people want to see more people using it instead of like one dude in like Virginia or something like that. Yeah. Whereas if you're buying like you know, toilet paper, who cares how many people gave it a five star, right? Yeah. As, as long as it wipes your ass. <laughs> I
1: mean a lot of this is like you know, the keyword research you would do for Google. You're trying to find these gems that are still easy that not everybody's targeting that's still going to make you money. It's the same thing in Amazon. Um, you, you find those and it's not going to take as much effort to get to the top. But the same thing in Amazon, like if you're – I mean like in Google if you're trying to rank for you know, buy Viagra online, it's going to take a lot of links, a lot of power. Um, the same thing on Amazon. If you're trying to rank for a Garcinia pills, it's going to take a lot of reviews, a lot of sales. And a lot of these these big players, especially in the supplement industry, they are just giving away and getting the reviews and sales all day, every day. Like anybody they can give it to for a dollar, they are because they're going to make $5,000 a day selling this product on Amazon. So for them to give away $200 a day worth of product is just a
0: no-brainer. Yeah, gotcha. So it makes sense that reviews is like links of SEO because it's like the big heavyweight. The, the we,
1: we say it's, it's the purchases actually so when people purchase using that super URL that's giving it out and then their reviews are, are what's the, the trust factor that goes with
0: it. Yeah and since they're buying it at a the dollar they still show up as verified.
1: Yeah right? they're definitely verified reviews. We, we heard some uh, people some people were giving them out for free and it seems to still work uh, but Snagshout which is another review group, it was more expensive I might add um, they're they're good people and they just said that some of the some of the the free promo codes the reviewers weren't allowed to um, leave reviews so so at least at least give it away for a little bit of money a dollar a dollar or more cool,
0: cool and one thing you kind of touched upon was keyword research so in like traditional SEO you have like what all these SEO tools that do keyword research for you like how is this different on Amazon
1: we have a lot more limited data unfortunately so in AMZ tracker we got a keyword tool that you, you put in, you know, a couple of your seed keywords, Garcinia, whatever, and we're going to spit out, you know, a hundred, 200, 300 more keywords you can, uh, optimize for. Um, what I personally do is I use that. I use a product called Merchant Words, merchantwords.com run by this awesome dude named George. And it's kind of like keyword volume for Amazon. Now it's not all that accurate, but it doesn't really need to be, you know, if, it, you're just kind of looking for the biggest keywords in the niche and then go for that. You know, sometimes it might say there's a million searches a month and you know there's not a million searches a month, but um, it's still going to be a good keyword. I also still use the the Google keyword tools, I mean like keywordtool.io and termexplorer.com. I use those just to kind of get ideas. You know, if I drop in garcinia, it's going to spit out some relevant things like in Term Explorer, if I put garcinia, it's going to give me weight loss pills. I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty relevant." Um, and so you can you just got to get the ideas. A lot of it's still an art and less of a science in, in Amazon.
0: Yeah, already. Right. So like, let's talk about review clubs a little bit. So is Am- like you know how like link networks got hit in SEO? Like, are Am? Is- do you think Amazon's gonna come down on this or because doesn't matter, not matter because they make money off reviews anyway.
1: Um, they might, they might. Um, but I don't think they're gonna come down on it like Google has. You know, they're not gonna get penalized. They're just gonna make them stop working, basically. Uh, so that's why it's kind of a land grab. I mean, this, again, I'm, I'm guessing here, uh, it's educated guesses, but you can never tell the future. Th- they might make it to where these, you know, if somebody's using a promo code and it's more than, say, 50% off, then it doesn't influence the algorithm, perhaps, or something yeah. like that.
0: Because they can know if you use the code and how much you use it.
1: Yeah. Now, Am- Amazon's very aware of this stuff, and they even, s- some of the reviewers, you know, they give out guidelines of, like, things to, to help um, so, it's completely within Amazon's terms of service. Uh, we checked it, you know, very specifically. So it's, it's fine. Um, one day they might change it, I don't know. Uh, but if you look at it, you know, people have been buying just blatant fake reviews forever and Amazon finally went after two companies or three companies that were doing it. Um, you know, these are the fake, you know, you give us $10, we give you a five-star review, you ship us an empty box. Um, I feel like that might have just been from like PR standpoint, you know, having to to pacify the public who are bitching about this.
0: So I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, because at some point, if the reviews can't be trusted, then how can you trust anything on Amazon?
1: At at some point, they might. Um, For now, and for the little bit foreseeable future, you know, I don't see anything happening. But again, you never know. And for me personally, it's just rank what you can. Get all the products you can on there now because they're not going to retroactively make it not work so get it what you can.
0: yeah so one thing let's move on into a little fba a little bit so you make your own stuff and you fba but there's a lot of people where they're doing like reselling uh kind of getting into I, I get the feeling it's a real flavor of the month thing now and like how sustainable do you think kind of this is because you're seeing a bunch of people who aren't in products getting into it just because they're hearing people are crushing it with fba and usually when those si- signals come out it's kind of like you know,
1: are you talking about the reselling of uh you know like a private label or re- just buying a brand and reselling it.
0: I guess buying a brand – well, I guess there's private labels, people who are doing this private label and they're reselling it, right? I guess those are two different segments.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, For people like just reselling other brands, it's, it's coming to an end in some ways unless you're already very established because the margins are going down lower and lower and lower. There's more competition. Everybody's trying to get sales and driving down the price to where no one's profitable. And then if it's profitable enough, then Amazon comes in. And and sells it themselves. They don't have to pay their 15% listing fee, so they win every time. Um, For the the private label stuff, some some of the the niches are definitely getting full. Um, The Garcinia was a great example. I mean, they're they're selling so much that it's still okay. But when you have 50 sellers selling it, like I would never try and enter that niche. I mean, there's there's all kinds of these. There's eye serums. There's iPhone cases. You know, this stuff, there's just so many sellers selling that, that uh, the party's not there. I, I would never be a reseller. It seems seems crazy to me, you know, margins. Are, I get 8x margin and they get like 15% margin, maybe, maybe.
0: Yeah, so so I guess you brought up a little tangent topic. So if you're looking into like private labeling on Amazon, like what are some signals you would look at to see if something's good or bad to get into because obviously like the research is a little bit different than like traditional SEO research. Well, you,
1: you, again, check out the keyword volume with merchant words and be weary that it's not going to be 100% accurate. Uh, then we're kind of looking for, you can track the sales, you know, using the sales tracker or just looking at the, the, the BSR, like the best sellers rank um, and, and kind of get an idea for what these people are selling and then look at just the competition. So are they a savvy seller is what we look for. Are their listings, their listings look professional? Are they super optimized for keywords? If they are, then they might be a little more difficult. Um, Do they have tons and tons of reviews already that have been there for years? You know, Amazon's looking for stuff that's very well established. They'll reward that. And if they are, then it's going to be harder to enter. Now, if you find the the few golden niches to where, you know, you have a lot of people in there selling a lot. They're not optimized. They don't have a lot of reviews. Like, it's it's prime for the taking. Go and grab that.
0: Yeah, like their bullet points have bad copy. Their images suck. And
1: yeah, the images suck. You know, bullet points will have like one bullet point instead of using good copy for all five of them. They're not optimizing their
0: keywords.
1: That's that's a huge one right there. That we see all the time. Gotcha. So,
0: so I guess it makes sense to use a tool like AMZ Tracker first before you actually select. Because if you're gonna do this manually, you're gonna waste so much time. You probably won't even get anywhere. Yeah,
1: I mean, AMZ Tracker. You can do most of it without it, which just makes it so much easier. That's the, that's the point of it. And if you want to learn the basics of the SEO, we've got a Amazon SEO course You know, on the homepage. Just click the little pop-up toaster that comes there.
0: Yeah, I saw that when I was checking out the site earlier. I signed up for that. So it's pretty cool. All then. So I guess uh, if people want to find out more about AMZ Tracker, where should they go? In AMZTracker.com All right, guys. Thanks, Travis, for joining us. And uh, check out AMZ Tracker if you sell on Amazon or if you're looking to get on it uh, really soon. So thanks for joining us, and we'll catch up with you soon. Nice, man. Ciao.